Creating a product or service isn't an easy journey. Building in public is about staying true to yourself and sharing that journey, including the mistakes you make along the way. We spoke with a few build-in public gurus last year and their advice makes it easy to get started. The four success stories at the end will hopefully provide enough inspiration. You already know, it's the Creator Spaces show. If you want to master the art of building in public, you must first adopt its mindset. I was chatting with Gary Vee about this and I was telling him how like maybe 10 years ago, he gave the formula out. The formula that I'm referring to is give and ask. It's really nine times giving and one time asking. Yeah. The hardest part about that is two things. One, a mental shift. Like a lot of us were raised in situations, circumstances, societies, communities that were very scarcity minded, which means that if I gave you my apple, I don't have any apple left. But if you think about ideas, if you think about content, it's actually the other way around. If I have an idea, if I share that with you, we both have two ideas. Mm -hmm. So I think the scarcity mindset around, oh my God, someone's going to steal my idea. Oh my God, someone's going to steal my four tips about Twitter or five tweets about no code, all of that stuff is a big mental blocker. So for me, I had to work through that whole psychological limiting belief to become a much more generous giver. That's one thing. The second thing is figuring out what should I give? What is that that people want from me? That's more of the sort of experimental thing. So you, to sum it up, I want to say that you have to embody the mindset of a giver, first up. And the second step is becoming an archaeologist and someone who studies patterns and things that are actually working. So you have to put out a lot of different stuff and slowly observe which of these things are actually resonating the most with my audience. And that comes from a lot of experimentation, tinkering. And at some point you'll know this. You're like, oh my God, this is the stuff that people want more from me because they'll DM you, like retweet you. They'll do stuff that you didn't ask for. Then doubling down from there is the goal. The shift in mindset will help you easily understand the leverage of transparency and choosing channels to optimize your sharing. Once that is done, the most effective strategy to start with is teaching others. You don't have to be a professor. Simply sharing what you learn can go a long way. If someone is creating a piece of content, they would just write and then post it and then wait for things to happen. But because I'm learning a ton about building in public, so I decided to write in public. The day I decided I'm going to write this e-guide on building in public and I have nothing written down, I posted it on Twitter and announced it. Hey guys, this guy called Kavan is going to write a guide on building in public. So I just keep people updated even though I have nothing like going on. And you know what? The building in public community is pretty awesome. They just hop in and say, wow, that's awesome. I'll be really interested to help out. If you launch your first part, let me know. So I just slowly create or hang out or connect with these people in the space and I keep them warm. When I finish the first part, like three, four chapters, I post again on Twitter. Hey, who wants to be my early reader? It's free anyway as a final product, but you can get the content first. And 10 people jump in and I just work with them and they really help me figure out like, oh, I still have this question. Maybe you should talk about this in the guide. So they not just help me get the word out, but they actually help me improve the quality of the writing. So I just keep doing that finish part one, throw it out there, get early readers for part two, throw it out there, launch it. And by the time I launch it, I already have 30, 40 people that knows that I'm doing that. So it makes it super easy to get the word out.
if you really want to touch the people around you, you need to go beyond your words. So putting your voice out there, putting your face out there is super important to connect with these people. Next month, I'm trying something new, which is doing everything live. So I'm going to teach live and then we have like live sessions for people to bounce ideas and discuss. So it's becoming more like a course. So I hope you don't mind, but I did a little research and I saw that your yep. Quora answer was actually about philosophy. Yeah, In was. effect, you are becoming a philosopher by teaching others how to think better and live better and by answering questions about philosophy. Yeah, because in the end, you, you attract the audience based on what you write. I wrote an answer about philosophy and I attracted an audience who were into philosophy. Awesome. But at this point, I'm just writing my thoughts and learning along the way. Like, I know nothing about this, so I'm just writing and looking what is good and just focusing on improving my writing. But I actually see myself in the future as someone who leads other young people towards living their own better life. So that's like my, in my background and I'm always thinking about it so does that mean you become a life coach or a writer or a philosopher what's the plan is there a plan i believe philosophy and life coach and writing they are basically like holding hands together because yeah. if you're a good writer you can become a better life coach because you can communicate clearly and if you're a philosopher that means that you've got something in your brain so you're worth teaching so it's all leads towards the same thing of being someone who is able to help other people now you've got the same cheat codes that our guests used to unlock the full potential of building in public here are their stories as promised the thing that has worked for me to build the right audience is really to share my ideas, share content in relative communities. That's number one. And then number two, that I think I started doing more recently, is build in public. Whether it's sharing the progress, what you're doing on Twitter, or sharing an idea on Kernel, I think those are the key. Just sharing relevant content and building in public. I'll tell you this little story. So this, so I had this idea for a little bit. I have an idea of basically building micro acquire, but for no code projects. And then today in the shower, I'm like, okay, I got to explore this a little bit more because I think it's a great idea. I posted the idea in online in a group called Trends. I posted the idea there. I got a bunch of replies to people like, yeah, oh my God, they're great. I think I'm looking for to buy a no code project. I think that doing diligence on a no code project super easy so there's a lot less friction to buying and selling a no-code business so there i got a little bit of validation i posted the same idea on uh, kernel k-e-r-n dot a-l it's a new community where anyone can share a business idea and a get feedback on it get collaborators if anyone wants to help build it and investors if anyone wants to invest so i shared the idea on kernel i tweeted it out immediately the kernel folks retweeted it tweeted i included andrew gazdecki in it who's the founder of micro acquire he nice. tweeted back messaged me yes i love this idea micro acquire for x more of these let's do it then on the kernel platform another person commented saying hey this is awesome i love it uh i'm an expert in building community i'm gonna help you build a community around this this happened between 10 30 or 11 a.m and right now it's 1 11 p.m wow i think that's a prime example you don't need 20,000 subscribers unless you're promoting bitcoin it's better to have a hundred followers but the right followers than a thousand of random and not targeted. End of last year, the startup I was running was struggling to a point that I couldn't carry on. 
on one hand, I'm trying to figure out product market fit. But on the other hand, I had a bunch of angel investors asking me for results, which I'm not able to deliver. At the end of October 2020, I decided to quit a day. I left the company and at that point, I was just figuring out what I should do. And that's when I started writing more articles for my blog posts once a week. I figured out that writing individual blog posts is not going to get me anywhere. I'm not going to build a personal brand online with just standalone blog posts about different topics. So I decided, hey, I need to create a killer piece of content that people will look at it and say, this is so good. I need to share it with my friend. I was looking for something like that. And at that point, I came across keywords like micro SaaS, no code, and then also building in public. And when I saw this word, I'm like, what the hell is this? But when I learned about the meaning behind these words, it resonated with me so much because I live my life with this kind of principle, being open, vulnerable, being myself, and I just love it so much. But the key thing is, when I look at how many people are jumping into building in public on Twitter and in the hackers, and when I Google search what's out there to help people, nothing. Like there are only four or five articles and that's it. So I knew there's yeah. an opportunity there for me to play a part. And I created a nine chapter, I call it e-guide, but people call it e-book to help people get into building in public. And that's where I started. People started gathering around me because of this topic. I didn't know whether I can make money or not, but I just knew, okay, let's just focus on now. What I need to do now is I want to build some credibility under my name. So I just focus on creating a good piece of content. Whatever comes next is too much for me to think about at that moment. How do you build up your audience? Because it seems like you build everything in public 100%. And I love that. I want to dig in around this philosophy you've got. The longer story is on Legitcheck, which didn't start out as a business. It started out as I wanted to learn how to code and I was making this app. Learned that I don't like coding at all. Although I love seeing somebody else code or talking about it. And I just released this app teaching people how to authenticate stuff, how to tell between fake sneakers and authentic ones. And the short of it is that I just left it there. Thought it was a one-off project. And it kept growing. Like it kept reaching different milestones, like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50k users. And I'll keep doing this thing of celebrating it for a bit, but then really getting back to work because I was doing graphic design. So 50,000 all-time users, I would chat to them every now and then. And at about 350,000 all-time users for Legitcheck, we turned it into a company because I was getting DMs from people saying, hey, you made this guide on how to authenticate stuff. I have this pair. Could you authenticate it for me? Because I, I used your guide, but I'm not really sure. And I used to keep helping people for free. But the problem was that at about that moment, 350,000 all-time users, which was April 2019, I was getting three to 10 emails, DMs, all sorts of messages a day. Wow. And I couldn't keep up to a point. I was feeling a bit bad of not helping everybody. So I said, somebody has to have priority. So we can do that by charging. So we're going to decimate the daily help we're offering. But then we're taking that money, pouring it back into the company. And I guess philosophically speaking, that's what a company is or could be. You're getting funded by your customers so you can re-pour that money into making the experience better. In our case, what that meant was we charged money for authenticating an item so we can make more authentication guides. And that's really what happened in the last two and a bit years. We've written more than a million words on how to authenticate various items, which are going to be there for the next years. We're going to update them as better replicas come out. But we started with sneakers and now we're doing everything from a Rolex watch or a Hermes bag to Adidas general releases. So anyways, that's the quick story. Building the community or the audience is a better word for Legitchik is really down to helping them first. 
If you saw the way I got hired into OnDeck was done very publicly, and a lot of my earlier work in no code was documented profile that inside of OnDeck I've seen some commentary before, you know, and about what they were talking about, and there's the keeping tabs on people. By the time I got to OnDeck, I had I think eight or ten projects, and in fact, I was very active on Twitter, sharing、uh, no code projects or no code people talking about what no code trends are coming up next, and also community. You know, I did like a bunch of community things before OnDeck. And、yeah. so when I finally decided to join an ambitious startup, which was an inflection point in my career, because I had a new visa at the time, and I was like, okay, now this visa allows me to work for anybody. Thread, and I called that thread the bad signal, which was essentially it was like I think seven or eight points about why I would be a great fit in an ambitious startup, and、Ooh. it came from a place of strength. And when I wrote it, it almost sounds very counterintuitive to how generally job seekers go after companies. Because I wrote it as if I was a free agent in NBA. Because my belief was, I have the absolute clarity on what I want to do, and where I want to be, what kind of places and people that I want to associate with, and eventually want to be a founder. But I want to be at a place where it's the best pit stop that I can ever imagine, and I want to be surrounded by ambitious people. And then I listed all these qualities, and I put my no-code projects in one of the tweets. So everything was out. There. There. It was like proof of work, proof of visibility. So many people retweeted that, and I remember as a recall, I think I had about 16 interviews after that thread. Oh wow! And the last three gave me offers. One of them becoming on deck, and then I accepted on deck. It doesn't matter if you have a huge following or you're just getting started. Building in public allows you to take your audience and community along for the ride as you continue growing. This invites immediate feedback, builds trust, inspires loyalty. And ultimately, builds your status as an expert in your field.